0: And pulling triggers. This is Gun Funny.
1: Oh, welcome to Gun Funny episode 93. Today I'm going to chat with Donna Detour from Clickbelts, talk about what we would do for work if the gun industry ended, discuss the new Flux flash mag, and talk about a current event that involves Batman. I'm your host, Ava Flanell. And what's going on? Uh, Donna, Hi. I have a question. Has your dog ever, you have dogs, right? You said you have. Yes. Does yes. your dog chase the vacuum? Because I was just chasing or I was just vacuuming. And of course, Tickles, you know, it's like, I can't get anything done because she just chases the vacuum. It's so no, freaking annoying. My
2: dog is a little more hipster doofus probably than Tickles. He just chills out and appreciates the fact that I'm cleaning up all this crap.
1: <laughs> I wish my dog would do that. And you think that she wouldn't be so hyper because she's almost, she's a little over six years old, but yeah, she's a little pain.
2: I think it's the breed. I think it's a breed thing.
1: Yeah. Or maybe she's a just, gender thing. It. I mean, I don't know. Maybe she wants know. to vacuum. Who knows? I bet she does. <laughs> <laughs> she can do it. I don't care. Sure. I mean, you'll let her. <laughs> yeah, of course. All right. So um before we get started, let's talk about manicore Arms. So they're Chinese stock. I have one. Love it. It's, uh, it's kind of cool because it's like, I don't know how to explain it. It's like, uh, kind of like there's a, a, a longer area and then it's sort of kind of triangled off. Um, and that triangle off part is, uh, the actual stock. And in the back, there's like a machine, like rib pattern. So it gives you a good grip, um, on your holster. And then the stock comes with a choice of Bakelite orange, Russian plum, or black, uh, side panels, which is pretty cool. So you can kind of like, you know, jazz it up a little bit. I've used it really comfortable and it's on sale or it's not on sale. It's uh, online right now for $112 and 95 cents. But if you use the code gun funny 15, you're going to get 15% off. So head over to com and check out what they have.
2: I feel like I can't afford not to. Right? Right.
0: Learn the things you never knew. On Deconstructing the Industry.
1: So recently, I just did a review about your belts on my YouTube channel. I wasn't really sure how you'd react to it. I'm glad you liked it.
2: (laughs) Oh my gosh, it was so cute. Could you be any cuter in your purple belt?
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, somebody really cool helped me pick out that purple. (laughs) But yeah, I sent it, you know, I sent it to uh, my talent agency and I was like, what do you think? You think she'll like it? (laughs) Because I'm like, okay, well, there's only so much you can say kind of about a belt. But when you really dig into things and kind of dissect it, you're like, there actually is a lot, like there's a lot of differences of like what makes a good belt versus what, you know, like a flimsy cheap belt will do.
2: Well, I'm glad you brought that up because, it's tough coming up with social media posts or anything interesting because I, they are belts after all. I mean, yeah. what can you say? What can you do? What's interesting about it that wouldn't make people go, Oh my gosh, they're belts. Yeah. So I have the same issue. And the other interesting thing about belts is that I thought was pretty funny is to get a good picture is always a crotch shot. It's like, how many crotch shots can I have on my website? (laughs) But that's what it is. I mean, I don't know what else to
1: say about it. I know. That's why I started my video where, you know, I'm walking in and the camera's like kinda looking at my butt oh, and I'm like, Yo. That my I'm like, I'm like, eyes up here. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that's so true. That I didn't belt, even think that about that. Yeah. I didn't even think about that though, that you're constantly just posting crotch pictures. That's awesome. Yeah. So if
2: I have a great photo that's not a crotch shot, I get very excited. Not that crotch shots aren't great. They
1: are, but how many of them can you? Yeah, totally. So when did you start click belts?
2: I didn't start Click Belts. I bought Click Belts in July of last
1: year. Oh wow! So So I've owned it almost a year now. So, uh, what made you decide to buy it?
2: That's an interesting story. I think to me it is anyway. My neighbor, the previous owner. There have been three owners. I'll start from the beginning. The first owner owners was this group of three guys who, you know, found themselves in possession of a box of Cobra buckles. And they live in Washington state and they thought, Ooh, let's make some belts. And they did, and they did a Kickstarter and they didn't realize how difficult it was going to be to get another box of Cobra buckles. And so they had some fulfillment issues,
1: but, uh, um, Tom, I'm going to stop you for one second. So is it, is it difficult to get Cobra buckles?
2: It's not difficult, but it takes some planning ahead. They don't come to
1: you in one week. Okay. Cause they're made in, is it Australia?
2: They're made in Austria.
1: Oh, Austria. Okay.
2: hmm Okay. They're made in Austria, and the North American distributor for the buckles are Canada. Gotcha. In Blairsmore, Alberta.
1: Okay. All right. So the guys make the belts, then they're like, hey, we need more buckles, thinking, you know, it's like Amazon, where it'll be here the next day. Sure.
2: <laughs> right. Right, right, right. And, you know, you have to buy very large quantities. They sell them by the cases. You can't say, hey, can I get three blue ones, two gunmetal gray ones. Like it doesn't work that way. And so anyway, they, but the amazing thing is he was, they were these young guys. They did a great job. And Tom, one of the, one of those three guys is still with the company today. He, he doesn't work for us, but he does do like the videos that we did at shot show, the videos of us lifting a car, a tire. He came, he flew down and shot those. He does a lot of our photography He's the vision of, of click belts and the look he created the website, you know, he creates the look, the logos, all that kind of stuff. And he still does because he's so good. And I love to bounce ideas off of him because he's smart and interesting in a whole bunch of ways. Mm -hmm. He just was selling one ply belts. It never was his intention to sell gun belts that actually evolved. And I'll tell you how, then he was kind of, you know, what he does is starts Companies does a Kickstarter campaign. Sales companies. The person I bought it from, Dale Malone, lives a block away from me. Lives in my neighborhood. His wife's a good friend of mine now. He's a good friend of mine too. Uh, he bought it from Kickstarter, and he had the in 2016. And he had the business when he bought it because his wife's a friend of mine. I was not involved in it at all, but they were talking about it and they were like, we need seamstresses. And I go, oh, my mom is a great seamstress. She's retired. She didn't have anything else to do. So he met my mom. And then we had another mutual friend that is a seamstress, Kelly. And so he started using my mom to sew the bulk of the belts, all most of stock in Amazon, and Kelly to sew the daily customs. Because we do about 20 or more customs every day, like your purple belt, for example. That's not something I stock. That's something that goes to Kelly one day and I pick it up the next day. So I'm going to customs every day. And my mom was sewing the bulk of the belts. So then I was kind of thinking, "Mm, I'm tired of doing what I'm doing. I want to buy a business and had this huge list of criteria. It can't be food related. I don't want to have a retail store, you know, so on and so forth. I don't want to be responsible for 20 people's income, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And, this and, one kind of fit the needs. And I knew that Dale was eventually going to sell it. He starts businesses, gets them going. He's so, so smart and so good. And I just said, I want to buy click Belts. And he said, okay. And I did.
1: Wow. So what were you doing before that you, that you before decided you didn't want to do anymore? For the last almost 20 years,
2: I've been selling real estate in Austin, Texas. And I still do. I still have a brokerage here in Austin. I've got about 10 agents that work for me. And it's easier just to keep the brokerage going because I do have agents that work for me. I'm already up and running than Mm -hmm. it is for me to close it. Mostly I'm focused on click belts. If I have real estate, uh, that comes in, I'll usually refer it out unless it's something that is easy and close and doesn't take much of my time. But I do refer it to the, to my agents. So I still do that. I still have a real estate company that still goes on, but.
1: Seven days a week,
2: at least eight hours a day. I'm focused on belts. I spend probably 60 hours a week on click belts and I love it. I love every single thing about
1: it. Yeah. I, uh, it's, it's crazy because people think like, oh, you'll own your own business. You can make your own schedule. You can take all the time off. And people always like mess with me like, oh, you're working today. And I'm like, motherfucker, I work every day. Every like, day. it doesn't matter. Like, oh, okay, just because I can go and, you know, meet my girlfriend but for it, happy hour, it, that means then I'm going right back to work. Like when I get home.
2: Oh no, for sure. And you're you checking know? emails while yeah. you're at
1: happy hour. Absolutely.
3: I can do
2: the same. I've got two kids. They're very active. They're both three sport athletes. And they travel for, for lacrosse. And so we do, you know, I have employees that will come do fulfillment. I have an employee that does Amazon. I've got a lot of, uh, contract companies that manage my Amazon store, do my, do my, um, accounting, do my marketing. So that's all offloaded, but I handle every single bit of customer communications. I answer the phone. I answer all the emails. I, you know, that's me that does that. So, it's pretty hands-on. And I also do all the ordering from Austria Alpine and all the ordering of, you know, what nylon I'm going to use. It's mill spec We have it specially made. It's specially cut from us. We have to buy 5,000 yards. I've got to manage that stock and in inventory. And it takes six months to be made for me. So I have to know in advance what I'm going to need. All that kind of stuff is done by me. So wow. it's 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 a lot of mind space. It takes a lot of my brain power to do that.
1: Oh, yeah. So were you like involved in the firearms industry beforehand, or did you have an interest in firearms? What made you guys branch off to gun belts?
2: Okay. So it wasn't me that did that. And yes and no, I have an interest because I carry and Mm -hmm. I shoot, but I'm not a tactical junkie. Would I, or would I say I even really kept too abreast of the industry other than what interests me. I'm from a small Texas town, you know, so this is kind of my wheelhouse in that way. So Tom, the original owner and his two friends, uh, just were selling one ply fashion belts. They're kind of interested in fashion. They launched it as a fashion item. We have this gentleman named James. He works at Madwire Marketing. He's there in Colorado Springs. That's who does all our marketing. And James is ex-military, ex-law enforcement. And he kept telling Dale, you need to sell two ply belts. And Dale was like, why, why? I don't understand. Well, they're gun belts. So they'll be tactical. They'll love these buckles, you know, blah, 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 blah. So Dale did. And of course it took off immediately. And what really made us to go from, oh, we're selling belts out of our garage to a big company, national brand that a lot of people in the industry recognize was Brian Stevens with Survival on Purpose and the videos that he started doing. And he's just such a great guy, but You know, those videos really launched us into kind of the next level of sales. And it was with the launch of the two-ply belts that was a recommendation from our marketing person, James. And then every single thing we did after that is all because customers have requested it to start selling 1.75-inch three-ply duty belts, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then Dale kind of got into the different colors, but it was customers that said, We don't like these powder-coated buckles. They scratch. We want anodized buckles. So Dale called Austria Alpine, looked into that. and We're the only ones that sell the gunmetal buckles. That would be the Austria Alpine Olive Slate powder-coated buckles that they have anodized for us. We call it gunmetal because that's what they came out looking like, and you never know what they're going to come out looking like. And then the Austria Alpine Desert Sand Buckle, we have anodized into our Coyote Brown Buckle that we offer. So Austria sends them to France to have them anodized. And then from France, they come to us. Wow. So we have to buy, you know, large quantities to get them to do that.
1: Yeah. I actually didn't realize that because I have a few Cobra buckles from other companies, but I didn't really think about, you know, like the scratching and stuff. And I mean, that makes sense. Like powder coat, powder coating doesn't hold up as well.
2: Well, if you'll look at your purple belt, for example, I put a gunmetal buckle on that. We're the only ones that have that buckle. Those are made just for us.
1: Wow. That's really cool. Um,
2: I love you- that buckle. It's my favorite one, which is, of course, why I sent it to you.
1: Aw. I, <laughs> I know. I know. I've gotten like so many compliments on that belt. And I mean, it's a little flashy because it's purple. So when I'm on the range. <laughs> well, I mean, but- and
2: that's the thing about the customs, too, is... I can only kind of get what nylon is available. I did, I do have the University of Texas police force. A couple of them live in my neighborhood and they're canine officers. And so they wanted a collar for their canine. Well, because it was the University of Texas, I couldn't just use the online burnt orange nylon. I had to order the right Pantone, which I can do and I will do if things like that are super, super important and you've, this is your purple. It's this Pantone color. I can do that, but I didn't for you. I just ordered the purple that, you know, I could get online. And, and it's interesting to note that when I do that, they're not mill spec. Those, those, those for a limited time or fashion colors you know, they're not in resin dipped. I've got to order 5,000 yards of any one color to get that, but they're still fun and they still hold up. And for what they are that I think they work well, yeah. but they're not like our regular nylon that we would sell on our, you know, that I have on my website that I stock. And they're the, not like, it's different nylon than that.
1: And the resin dip that just allows it so that once you place the buckle on the belt, it allows for like less movement.
2: They're less slick, it allows for less movement. it allows for them to look nice and not fray and it's just much higher quality nylon. You'll have people and you can go online and read the reviews they'll say, "I've worn this for two years, three years, and it hasn't started fraying yet. that's yeah. because it's resin dipped. Oh. Your purple belt if you gave it a lot of wear, you're gonna start seeing that nylon wear a little bit a little mm-hmm. bit more and 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 it's interesting to note too that. Anytime that happens to any of our belts, we rebuild them for $20 and I pay all the shipping. All that does is cover the shipping and what I have to pay the seamstress to rebuild it. I don't make money on that. It's a service that we offer after the fact, because if you gain weight, lose weight, if you get your belt dirty, if it starts fraying, I mean, nylon doesn't last forever if you're good, especially people who, you know, we have a lot of customers that really, really work at hard. Mm-hmm. And so we'll rebuild it and put some nice nylon since the buckles do have a lifetime warranty. You know, we'll, we'll keep servicing that buckle any way we can.
1: That's awesome. Well, I did like that you have a little extra of like the one ply, uh, like I said in my video, because my weight fluctuates so much. Like I could be like supermodel one day and then like little roly poly the next day and it's like, it's insane. Like, I don't, I don't know why my weight fluctuates. I mean, I do, but. But most,
2: but most people's do. So we like to be sure they go, like if you wear a 34, a 34 should fit a 32 and a 36, uh-huh. you know, so we like, we give it a little bit of fluctuation with that one ply part. Yeah. But the two ply section doesn't feed through the buckle. So once you tighten it up to there, you can't tighten it any, any mm-hmm. further.
1: Yeah. So yeah. there's. I, would, I definitely yeah, like the, that. Um Yeah, and
2: I made you too. I made you for your high waisted belts and your low waisted belts. For women there's a big size difference between those two things, between definitely. their their jeans that go up higher or their jeans that they wear down lower.
1: Oh yeah, especially if you have like an aeroglass figure, which I do I,
2: <laughs> and it's, I know, I doubt. I go uh, straight down, twelve yeah, year old
1: boy. Yeah. Well, it's funny cause I did a class, I think it was like last winter and I just, I hadn't used my, any of my gear in a while and I went to go get my belt and I was like, oh my gosh, my belt did not, it was like, like I'd gained like maybe five inches. It was kind of insane. And, Isn't that weird? Yeah. And I'm like, well, what do I do? You know, and I had to use somebody else's belt. Yeah. That kind of sucks. So that's why I was like, oh, I really like that part. Um, do you think that uh, like do a lot of people know that ClickBelts is owned by a female? I don't know if
2: they know that. If they're if they if they care enough about the company to dive deep, then they then they know it was sold in July. Everybody loved Dale. He was a big, very beloved by our customers and our vendors. And so, you know, people still call and ask for him. And so, I worked really hard to make sure that it was a smooth transition and that I give them the same customer service that Dale got. But if they're paying attention, they know, you know, I'll mention it on social media from time to time and, and, and mention it where I think circles that people would care about, but I don't know that anyone pays that much attention to what a company does. Yeah.
1: So let's say I'm going to order a belt. So what are the options that I have when choosing a belt?
2: Well, Re- in, in reality, the options are limitless. If I can do it, I will. And I always say yes to everything. With that said, you know, when you're setting up a website, it's, if I get, we notice that if we give people too many options, they'll abandon their cart. They just, they don't know. They can't make the decision. So what I do on my website is I give people my most popular options. So in a 1.5 inch, I give them A few buckle options with a few different nylon options, but really I could do any buckle with any nylon. Um, I give them a one ply option and a two ply option, but really I could give, they could still do a three ply option if they wanted to. It's just, you can't give every single color combination ply, you know, on the website or it just overwhelms people. Mm -hmm. So on our website, you could, you could, Go to shop. You could go to one ply belts and you'll see what I offer as far as color combinations. You can choose those or you can call or shoot me an email and ask me if I would do a certain color combination. Of course, the answer is yes. Spoiler alert. Or you could place an order and a lot of my customers already know that I'll do whatever they ask me to do and they'll put in the notes at checkout. Make the buckle gunmetal or make the nylon whatever. Uh, and I will. Or if it's, if it's a size, I only sell size 32, 34, 36. I have a few customers that I call my Goldilocks customers. And I say it very affectionately, but they wear a 35. That's what they wear. They want a 35. Well, they can do that. They just put the checkout notes, make 35. And I'll send the belt to Kelly and she'll make it an inch shorter than a 36 and an inch longer than a 34 and it'll be a 35 and we'll send that out. So it's hard for me to give you that answer because I will literally make anything someone asks me to make if they, if they ask. Mm -hmm. But to give you the basic rundown, I sell 1.5 inch one ply, two ply or three ply in a multitude of colors. I sell 1.75 inch one ply, two ply or three ply in a multitude of colors I sell D-rings in both 1.5 and 1.75. So- I have all kinds of custom Velcro op- options for law enforcement, inner, outer belts.
3: Oh, nice. um,
2: I sell leather in four color combinations, and I sell a lot of accessories, dog collars, keychains, utility straps,
1: and such like that. Very nice. And so I'm um, kind of – I have never – I guess I never really paid attention. I've never really heard about D-ring. What is that for?
2: Well, mostly they're considered riggers belts. Uh, Austria Alpine makes the buckle mostly for climbers. Oh, We're so- not certified for climbing because it's just super expensive to, and it has to happen every quarter to get the sewing machines certified. And, I don't think that's what my customers are buying them for, and they would Uh not want to pay how much I would have to charge to do that. Other people are selling climbing belts, but my customers that buy them are mostly fire department, first responders, search and rescue, or construction people who want to hang things from their belt.
1: Interesting. So it's funny you brought that up because I had dinner with somebody last night and they were asking me about your belt and if you had D-ring belts. And I was like, I don't know. I don't even know what that is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So now I can go and say yes. (laughs) Yes, we do. And we sell a lot of them. Nice. All right. So let's talk about the dog collar. So you, you did make tickles, my dog, a dog collar. And I did,
2: it was the cutest one I've ever made. Yeah.
1: So for people who don't know tickles, tack tickles, she's on Instagram, tack tickles. She's only four pounds. She's a toy fox terrier. Is that the smallest collar that you've ever made?
2: By far. And not only that, she got a different buckle than what we normally sell. If you've noticed and I sewed, I had a, I had a sip, a different kind of D ring. So, because our normal collars are a one inch cobra d-ring buckle mm-hmm. yours was a cobra buckle but it was kind of in my box of samples i'll call it i do have a whole bunch of Alpine products that they send me as samples or whatever that i could that i consider making other products out of and i kind of dug through my box because i knew i had some small one inch buckles because if i would have put our regular buckle on it tickles been heavy. She would have been like with yeah. her, with her face on the ground and her ass in the air kind <laughs> yeah. of a thing. I don't she would have been, she,
1: she would have been that doing that downward dog thing. You know what I'm saying? It would
2: have been, it would have been cute and funny, <laughs> but I don't think she could, she wouldn't have worn the collar. Yeah. yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Cause the buckle would have been about the size of her head. Yeah. But yeah, so she's the, uh, that, that's a one of a kind, not only in color, but in the whole way we made that is different than what we normally do.
1: And then you also embroidered her name on it, which I thought was really cool. And oh, we did. Well, I mean, people need to know who she is. I yeah. Mean- absolutely. <laughs> and you, eyed it really well too. Cause I didn't tell you her measurements. I was like, I don't know. Sometimes she fits in cat collars. Sometimes, you know, she's like the extra small size. So oh, she's teeny you, tiny. i were yeah. never
2: plenty. Luckily I had plenty of photos online to go by. Yeah. <laughs> well, Cause you, I didn't you you know did your a size really either. Job.
1: Yeah. In fairness. Yeah. I, I, I bought that too. Yeah. No, you did an excellent job. Because when you ask me, I'm like, I don't even know what my size is at this point. No, and it's
2: so different because these they're really standard men's sizes that I use, and you know, of course, women will say, "Oh, I wear a 25 or a 26." Well, that's all the way up to your waist. That's generally not where they wear gun belts. Yeah. So they wear a bigger size than they think. Mm -hmm. You know, once you get down to your hips, that's not what your measurements are anymore. So Mm -hmm. I know that, and I usually won't point it out to them because of course they don't take it in the complimentary way that yeah. I mean it. Yeah. I mean, that just, it is what it is. It's not a bad thing. That's just how women are built. Men are straight down. They don't really fluctuate much there, but women do. It, it's not, uh, it's not meant as a, as a, as a put down. It's just, that's how we're built. Yeah. So usually I know to add a little bit if I think they're going to wear them on pants that are down closer to their hips. And
1: then tell me about the leather belts. So Aren't the leather, they- the leather
2: is kind of was a labor of love. Dell started selling leather because we had so many customers that wanted them. They wanted a leather with a cobra buckle, and we're not the only ones that do it, but not many do. Austria Alpine does it in Europe. They don't sell them over here, but we went through so much R and D on this, and 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 where we are now. To be honest with you, I'd probably give them. A seven out of 10 stars. I, I, I'm not as proud of them as I am my nylon belts because they're just so awesome. And, and, and everybody loves the nylon ones. I probably get 5% of those returned because the tail, the way it's manufactured is, is it's got glue in it, you know, holding the two finished leather pieces together. And it's got a piece of Cordera Cordura in the middle and it's stitched to give it some rigidity. And so when it goes through that Cobra buckle, it doesn't just, you know, it's like rolling uh, noodles through the flattener after you make the dough. You know, mm-hmm. you do it so many times it gets thinner and longer, thinner and longer. That's what happens. So we have to manufacture them to the point where they don't do that when they go through the Cobra buckle. So
1: gotcha.
2: sometimes actually- they will, that glue will just break down after going through the Cobra buckle and they'll kind of fall apart. We just recently, um, went through a new R and D where, and, and if you follow me on social media, you'll see that I posted the, the, the new extra stitching that we're going to put in the leather belts. And, and I've got three, I've got, instead of just stitching the outside of the tongue, I've got stitching four layers of stitching through the tongue and through the belt. That's what that's for is to hold that a little better and see if I can't make those a 10 out of 10, Mm -hmm. but we do love the leather. They're beautiful. We have customers who love, love, love them and they get good reviews. I just feel like we could do better on the production and that's what we're, and we're still working on that. So that is still a labor of love in progress.
1: I think that says a lot about you and the company that you could be so honest and be like, well, it's not where we want it to be right now, but And so I actually really admire an honest opinion, especially when, you know, it's your business, you want to sell products, but you're like, well, you know, it's sometimes we get some back. So I, uh,
2: well, I want customers to know what they're getting and set their
1: expectations and know
2: that it's very, you know, we don't take ourselves too seriously. We're regular people. We're real people. We launched leather because customers wanted it. We're still taking feedback from customers, trying to get it right. My main focus, I have two main focuses and it's honestly the only thing I care about. I know people won't believe that they're going to think I care about making money. And I mean, that's way, way down the list of things. It's important. Yes. Cause I got to keep the doors open, but customer service and quality of product. Those are my two main focuses. That's what I spend my day focused on.
1: Nice. So uh, is there, have you ever received like a really weird order? Well,
2: I mean, I wouldn't consider this a weird order. I do lot because We don't manufacture overseas and we're manufactured right here. And even though I do get my nylon pre-cut for me, I still do buy everything on rolls as well so that I can make customs. I get a lot of orders from my my bigger guys because, you know, I do go above size 46 where not many people do. Mm -hmm. So because I can make, so I get some really large belt requests, which is interesting because I'll just pull it off the roll and make them. I don't charge any extra for it. I, you know, I got, I got you, big guys. I got you. Give me a call. I got you. I'm surprised that you don't. So that's one interesting request, but not really weird. Other than people will want to, they'll want me to sew buckles on backwards so that they can weave their tail on the inside, or. Uh, things like that. My favorite orders in which you actually fulfilled, Ava, my favorite orders are when people buy a belt and a dog collar in the same color. I get very excited when Uh people match their dog. And I'm sad when they order a belt and a dog collar in two different colors when both the belt and the dog collar came in the other color. Like it was just such a missed opportunity. I don't know why anybody does that. But I guess some people don't want to match their dog. I don't
1: know. (laughs) Right. It'd be funny if somebody, like, asked for some, I don't know, something funny to be embroidered in their belt.
2: I do uh, uh, shooting teams and things, but no one's embroidered anything funny that's remotely interesting for me to tell you. The only interesting thing I do is big belts.
1: Yeah. Well, there's, even when, uh, because I sell T-shirts and stuff on my website, like on gunfunny.com, and a lot of the orders are, like, 3XL, 4XL, and, I mean. Oh, yeah. And you're like, hey, I got you. I got you. Yeah. It's just, I think about like what people would want embroidered on their belts. Cause you ever look at like, if somebody gives you their email address and you look at it and it's like, I don't know, something weird and you're like, okay, that's cool. Like I, I've just had some interesting run-ins with like emails and stuff, just teaching classes when I collect emails, but.
2: Emails are funny. And also if like, if I do get a custom order or, or if a customer calls and I talk to them on the phone. And I'll decide that I might need to cyber stalk them a little bit and get more information because right. I don't know something they said intrigued me or I have time on my hands or whatever. And sometimes I, I see more than I want to see. I'm like, I I need to stop doing that. <laughs> I, I really, I, I, I circled the rabbit hole with this person and now I can't get out.
1: So what are your future plans?
2: I have very exciting future plans in the near future. This year, 2019, I'm partnering with, and I'm not going to say the name yet because I still haven't signed the uh, reseller product. agreement, but it's a very high-end defense product maker. Nice. And I'm going to sell battle belts and they're going to make my duty belts for me. And I'm going to sell a lot of working canine gear, harnesses, uh, leads, frog leads, and things like that. So I'm real excited about that.
1: Yeah, that's huge. I have a lot
2: of ideas. You know, you got to keep it fresh, Ava. You Mm -hmm. can't just sell the same things and expect people to get excited about it. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking. You know, I'm trying to decide what colors to do next. Do I want to do a NCAA college series? Do I want to do a, you know, like where to go with that Mm -hmm.
1: colors and such? Very cool. And where can listeners find you?
2: They can find me at clickbelts.com, K-L-I-K-B-E-L-T-S.com. They can find me on Facebook. Just search for Clickbelts. They can find me on Instagram, Clickbelts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: not that hard, actually. Hmm. All right, cool. Um, do you have time to stick around with me? Sure. For I'd show? love to
2: listen to the, everything else you're going to say. Maybe I'll even chime in.
1: Yeah. Okay, cool. So we are going to talk about Q-L-L-C. Something that a lot of people probably don't realize is Kevin Brittingham. He skateboards, and uh, him and his son are really big skateboarders. And so he has skateboards made where it's just the deck. And um, I think one was the Honey Badger. The other one is the Fix. The Honey Badger right now is on back order, but the Fix print is available. And it's kind of like pixelated. You can still see it's a gun. You can still make out that it's the Fix, but it looks really cool. And they have them on their website right now. Only $75. And that is die.com. Chopping Wisdom
0: in truth. Prepare yourself for Knowledge Bomb.
1: So this time around, uh, Tate Mesman was kind enough to do the Knowledge Bomb. I do apologize because I was running late setting the show up, so I didn't even get a chance to set it up or listen to it. But I'm sure it's amazing because he does an amazing job, much better than you know the job that I do. So I don't have any commentary, but I hope you guys enjoy it. And Tate, thank you so much, and I appreciate your time, and keep up the great work.
3: Today on Knowledge Bomb, I may have a name that you're familiar with, but some of the things he did might surprise you. So let's talk about Carlos Hathcock. At the age of 12, while visiting his family in Mississippi, he took to hunting Partly out of necessity to feed his poor family. He would take his J.C. Higgins 22 single single-shot rifle into the woods with his dog. At this age, Carlos dreamed of being a Marine. When he had time, he would go into the woods with his dog and pretend to be a soldier and hunt imaginary Japanese with an old Mauser that his father brought back from World War II. Not long after, Carlos enlisted into the Marines at the age of 17. Before deploying, Halfcock had won many shooting championships, including matches at Camp Perry and the Wimbledon Cup, which is the most prestigious prize for long-range shooting at Camp Perry. During the Vietnam War, Hathcock racked up 93 confirmed kills. During this time, to get a confirmed kill, it had to be both witnessed by their spotter and an active third party, which was often an officer. With this being the case, it was very difficult to get a confirmed kill, Carlos estimated that he had an actual kill count of between 300 and 400 personnel. During the Vietnam War, the PAVN often placed bounties on snipers. The typical price range for a sniper was between $8 and $2,000. Carlos held the highest known bounty in the entire Vietnam War. That bounty placed on him was a whopping $30,000 even though everyone in the vietnam war was gunning for that bounty he killed all that tried to take it one of carlos's most famous kills was when he shot an enemy sniper through the sniper's own scope hitting him in the eye and killing him the only reason this happened was carlos seen a glint on an opposing hill this means as carlos seen that glint the sniper was zeroing in on him after finding the sniper's body Carlos took possession of the dead sniper's rifle, hoping to take it home as a trophy. But after he turned it in and tagged it, it was stolen from the armory. With Carlos being so well known by the enemy, he earned the nickname of Long Trang, which translated to White Feather Sniper. He only took the feather out once while he was deployed. He took it out for a mission where he crawled over 1,500 yards in a field to shoot a general. His efforts took four days and three nights without sleep and constantly inch by inch crawling. Hathcock said he was almost stepped on as he lay camouflaged in the grass and vegetation in a meadow shortly after sunset. At one point, he was nearly bitten by a bamboo viper, but he had the presence of mind to avoid moving and giving up his position. As the general exited his encampment, Hathcock fired a single shot which struck the general in the chest, killing him. After the shot, Carlos also had to inch by inch crawl his way out of the meadow he crawled in in. In 1969, Carlos' career as a sniper came to a sudden end. While riding in an LVT-5, it was struck by an anti-tank mine. Hathcock pulled seven marines from the flame-engulfed vehicle, suffering severe burns to his face, arms, and legs. Carlos would have kept going if someone hadn't pulled him away and got him water. Carlos did not realize that he was burnt that badly. Some of you may be curious as to what Carlos carried in Vietnam. He generally carried a Winchester Model 70, chambered in .30-06, with an 8-power fixed scope. On some occasions, he even chose a slightly different approach. He mounted an 8-power scope onto a Browning M2 machine gun. Carlos racked up many kills in excess of 1,000 yards, including his record of longest confirmed kill at 2,500 yards. He made the shot using that very same fifty cal with his 8-power scope mounted to it. In a book written about Carlos, he had a quote. I like shooting. I love hunting. But I never did enjoy killing anybody. It's my job. If I don't get those bastards, they're going to kill a lot of these kids dressed up like Marines. That's the way I look at it. I hope you enjoyed this one as much as I did. And as always, my name is Tate Messman, and this has been your Knowledge Bomb.
1: All right. Sportsman's guide. So right now they have a huge sale going on throughout their website. It's called the bullseye deal days. Uh, you can save up to 60% off and they have all kinds of stuff, not just guns and gun accessories and ammo, but also for like gardening and hiking and boating and you name it. Uh, they have it. And, um, from now until father's day, they have a huge deal. So go to sportsman's check them out. And, uh, if you like something? Uh, we do have affiliate links. So if you go to gunfunny.com forward slash support us and you decide to buy something from Sportsman's Guide, it'd be cool if you use the link. We get a percentage of it and it just kind of helps the show.
0: Stupid, funny, cool, interesting, awesome as if. never mind. AF.
1: So today's story is kind of interesting. Basically, there was some sort of like, I don't know, there was these cops, some guy like armed himself, uh, inside a house, but it turns out he actually wasn't armed. But, let's see, where did this happen? It was in Canada. So, British Columbia, Canada. There was a standoff on Saturday. This was on the 29th, would it have been? The 29th. Oh, okay, so this was Saturday. So this would have happened on like the 25th, I think.
2: Um. It was, it was in March.
1: Oh. Geez. Okay, we'll talk about old news. Well, no, it's still so fascinating. It is, Hilarious. but it's, it's funny that it's only now like starting to to gain momentum cuz I've been seeing the story pop up everywhere. But those, you're right. It happened March Cana- 29th. Those, those Canadians, <laughs> they've
2: been posting about it since March, but it just got down to the lower 48. Yes.
1: So, basically, these police are standing outside a house with their guns drawn and this guy, there's a video posted online. This guy pulls up in a pickup truck that looks like it's a Batmobile. It has like the Batman logo on the pickup truck. It's black with, you know, the logo. And he walks out like head to toe, like full Batman costume uh, the cape, the, you know, the mask, everything. He goes up to the cops. He asks them if they need help. <laughs> and the cops are like, no, what the hell are you doing? Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and what
2: do you think he looks like under that Batman costume.
1: I have no idea. I'm just like, what? I don't, I don't understand. And And then like, you can see in the video, the guys are just like, no, we don't need help. Like, get out of here. And then he just kind of like walks back to his truck. Like he looks all sad. He like fumbles with his keys a little bit and then finally opens his door and gets back in his truck. <laughs> so, I bet
2: instead of the Batman eight pack, he's got a zero pack.
1: It could be. Who knows? I mean, yeah, he probably does. But <laughs> it's, I I it's so funny. I don't know. I mean, I figure he has to fit in that costume. So he may, I'm sure he doesn't have an eight pack or anything like that but it's just it's just so funny i i like a lot of these stories like you can't even make up and does he wear this every day like i have all the questions does he wear this every day but why was, was he, he just on the ready back?
2: so close with the costume yeah did he let's what about this what if he called in this fake news story so that he could respond in his batman costume
1: nothing surprises me because it turns out long story short the cops when they showed up at this guy's house the standoff the guy in the house wasn't even armed so who knows exactly what happened or why cops felt the need to show up at this house so that's actually a pretty legit theory so Batman's
2: causing the problems Mm -hmm. not helping the problems
1: so apparently not all heroes wear capes or exactly that's what that's my takeaway that's my takeaway (laughs) there we go (laughs) Uh, all right. Sharps Brothers. So we just recently shar- signed Sharps Brothers as an advertiser. They make some really cool stuff. I remember when I first saw their lowers, that's what they're known for, although they're branching off to a lot of other things. But when I first saw their lowers, I was just so amazed. I thought it was just so like outside the box, well thought out, just different. But I, I kind of just assumed, I guess I didn't realize like how they're made, but being a beginner in the industry, I just kind of assumed that maybe they took steel or something or aluminum or whatever, and, um, kind of poured it into a mold to make these shapes. Um, because if you've seen their lowers, the front part has like, I don't know, it could be like the shape of like a skull or a hog or something. And so I always just thought that it was a mold, but it's actually milled from solid blocks of seven zero seven five T six aluminum, which is pretty impressive. That it's just, you know, a solid block. Same as it.
2: the same as the Cobra Buckle. I mean I don't wanna
1: Oh really interrupt interrupt their
2: great review, but just saying. That's crazy. I know.
1: I mean you would just think that, you know, like just poured in a mold. Maybe I watched it. And I'm too many. looking, I'm looking at their online
2: right now, at the one with the teeth on the back mm-hmm. of it that pulls up from the link. That's beautiful. Yeah. Can you imagine?
1: Yeah, definitely a lot of cool designs. I'm getting one in. I'm going to start, uh, I'm going to build an AR using, I think I'm going to pick out the jack, which is the skull, just because it looks kind of cool. But of course, then I'm going to have to get like an awesome Cerakote job because you can't just have one of these lowers and not do an awesome Cerakote job. So Agree. guys. Yeah, so go ahead and uh, go to sharpsbros.com. That's sharps with an S, bros.com, and uh, go check them out.
0: Q&A. There's no such thing as a stupid question. Just kidding. Visit gunfunny.com forward slash contact to submit yours.
1: So one of the patrons, uh Sandy, she asked if the firearms industry died, what would you do for work? And this is actually a really good question because I often do think about this, especially with all the gun laws passing and even like cuz I teach, so my my main business is firearm training. And so sometimes although I'm totally in favor of like national concealed carry like where you don't need to have a permit to carry because I think it's our right to do so. But sometimes I think like, yeah, well, what happens if that does pass? Are people going to want to take classes in order to get certified, you know, to get that certificate to then apply for their permit with the sheriff's office? So I always kind of think like, you know, kind of worst case scenario, what's going to happen? Fortunately, my mom did put me through college. I went to Fordham University. I have a degree in English and communications. I actually graduated double major with a 3.7 GPA in just three years. So I'm a lot smarter than I act. <laughs> so I guess I always have like that to fall back on. But uh, I I might actually, there is something that I would like to do. And that would be to open up like a dance studio I still might actually do it. I might branch off and and do that. So, um for you who for you guys who listen to previous episodes, you know that I've started doing a lot of bar classes, which is B A R R E, and it's just such a good workout. Just it's amazing physically, mentally. I'm just in love with it. And um so maybe one day it would be kind of cool to open up like my own bar studio.
2: I could see you doing that. I would imagine you'd be successful at anything you did.
1: No, oh, thank you. What would I'm you gonna do? I'm going to go
2: with exotic dancer, or (laughs) panda snuggler, or burger flipper.
1: (laughs) So, you know, it's funny because like for the longest time, somebody asked me, they're like, if money wasn't an option, like if you could just do whatever, what would you do? And I'm like, I don't know, maybe I'd be a cleaning lady because I like love cleaning. But then I realized like how messy and disgusting people are. And I'm like, nope, scratch that. I wouldn't want to do that. I wouldn't want to clean other people's houses, but. Right. You like cleaning up after yourself yeah. and tacticals. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I just, I enjoy cleaning my house. Like it just kind of clears my mind. So burger flipper, cleaning houses, you know. I now the burger that. flipping would need to be on a beach somewhere, obviously. Not. Yeah. Not just like in the, in the back and like some greasy room.
2: <laughs> right. Right. Well, years and years ago, I'm a lot older than you. I, and, and I guess still to this day, I'm a dive master and I do, I am certified to teach diving. Dang. I could go to an exotic location and be a dive master and flip burgers in the evenings.
1: Hell yeah. That would actually be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. I would do that. That sounds nice. The panda cuddler, you know, there are people that I, I, I recently read, I don't know, articles where there's like professional cuddlers I see that, but I don't know if I believe it. I I actually, I totally believe it. People are so weird and I don't know. I mean, I guess it's not weird to like want that human interaction, but I just don't think I'd want to be cuddled by a stranger. And even now, like if I, you know, if I have a guy over and he's trying to cuddle with me, I'm just like, all right, that's cute and all, but you got to get on that side of the bed because I need to sleep. Oh,
2: no, 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 (laughs) not people. I mean, like, you know, like on the... Wildlife refuge, refu- the wildlife refuges in Africa, and the abandoned baby orangutans need snuggling. That's yeah, what that I'm talking I would,
1: about. That I would totally do.
2: Not people.
1: No, I know. Gross. I'm just saying that, you know, I don't know about the pandas, but there probably is a job for people.
2: Oh, gross now. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I know. All right, let's talk about Polymer 80. I'm giving away a PF940CL. If you guys don't know what that is, it's the opposite of the Glock 19X. So it has that 19 grip and the 17 slide, uh, which makes a little bit more sense for concealed carry. But I am giving away one once I reach 2,000 subscribers on my YouTube channel. I believe right now I'm a little over 1,500 subscribers. So if you want a chance, all you have to do is just go to my YouTube. There's a link here here in the show notes. Otherwise you can just go to gunfunny.com and you'll see there's two YouTubes. There's gunfunny YouTube, and then there's my YouTube, or you could just search on YouTube, Ava, A-V-A, Flannel, F-L-A-N-E-L-L, and subscribe. And uh, you automatically get a chance to win one of those PF940CLs. Otherwise, if you want to just go and get your own, go to polymer80.com and use that code gunfunny, and that will get you 10%
0: off tactic talk discussing popular guns and gear love it hate it find out now
1: The Flux Defense, uh, the brace, I talked about it, I don't know, a few months ago, maybe it was like after Shot Show, everyone was like kind of ranting and raving about it, and I just thought it was kind of interesting. Really wasn't a big fan because I've seen some videos where it doesn't even look like the brace. So let me backtrack. It's basically something that attaches to your handgun like a Glock, and then you kind of pull out like a brace so that you're kind of able to shoulder it but it doesn't seem like it pulls out enough to like really shoulder comfortably. And I just kind of thought like I'm all for innovation, but I kind of felt like it was a little far-fetched. Fab Defense came out with one that was kind of similar, and that thing was like super hideous, whereas like the Flux one is actually, it's not bad looking. Uh Recently, they just came out with a Flux flash mag. And I kind of think in a way this is genius. I don't know if I would go out and buy one, but... I do think that it's a really good way to just kind of say like, hey, screw you NFA. Because so it specifically says it, it, it kind of looks like a foregrip basically that goes on the front of, it looks like it would kind of attach to like the rail of the frame of the gun and then the trigger guard. But it says specifically that it's not designed or intended to be a a vertical foregrip. And so this is kind of stupid, but like, if it is a vertical foregrip, you actually have to get a tax stamp for that, which is $5. Like talk about some, you know, um, and, and it would, you'd have to get, it's an AOW, which is all other weapons. You'd pay the $5 fee and then you'd wait like eight months in order for you to put a vertical foregrip on your gun, which would then make this an all other weapon, which is kind of dumb. So even though, It says it's kind of like SB tactical for the longest time. It's like, yeah, we didn't make these braces for you to shoulder. And then, you know, it's just to put your arm through, but nobody really was putting their arm through it. This, the flux flash mag. So it holds an extra magazine. It's kind of like a holster for your magazine. And then you can get it with a flashlight or without the flashlight. Without the flashlight, it's only $79. With the flashlight, it is, it's $139. So and then for the brace, let me just quickly click on that and see what it I think the brace was like 259 or something. I'm looking as well. I don't see the brace. I want to see some reviews
2: too because I want to see what people actually think about these things.
1: Yeah, the brace is 259. So, you know, if you want to kind of have like a AOW or kind of an SBR and kind of get away from, get around sort of some of those, you know, legal areas, which I'm not saying to do. And Flux Defense is obviously not saying to do because it's written in bold all over their website that that's not what it's intended to do, but it's kind of, I'd be interested to see what it actually is intended to do. But I don't know, the more I see it, the more it's kind of growing on me. I would definitely try it out. I wouldn't buy it, but I would be, you know, I'd be happy to try it out it is kind of increasing in popularity. I've been seeing it kind of pop up all over like Instagram and stuff. A lot of, you know, social media influencers have been using it. I'm not sure if it's a paid review or not, but it is interesting and they are kind of thinking outside the box. So I give them a for effort. And if you guys want to check out what I'm talking about, it's at fluxdefense.com. iTunes reviews. So I think this might be the last iTunes review. So if you guys are listening, head over to iTunes right now. Leave a review. You have a really good chance of winning, uh, basically one in two chance of winning a patch or a sticker or something, you know, some sort of awesome prize pack. Or if you don't like iTunes, just go to Facebook and gun funny Facebook and just leave a review there. We greatly appreciate it. All right. So Spunker 1300, five stars. I'm a little scared of Ava. Is Ava some kind of magical wizard? First she got Sean to purchase the Firearms Radio Network. Then she somehow gets him to do most of her most of the interviewing. He also runs the board, does most of the prank calls, and reads the reviews. Wait, is she somehow controlling me and making me write this? Good show, y'all. Okay, yeah, that's great. Well, show Sean's no longer on the show. And uh I'm reading the reviews and uh yeah. So surprise. (laughs) A poetry on Cracker, five stars, already won a patch, great show. I always get some knowledge and entertainment from your podcast. I tend to listen to people who know more than I do. I don't need another patch. <laughs> All right. So Donna, out of those two, if you want to pick a winner to win a prize pack.
2: Gosh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Poetry on a Cracker I know, and send me right? the patch. I know. Well, That's if, what I'm going to go with. Final answer.
1: Go. Yeah. Because Spunkard. Sponker, I appreciate the five stars, but it was kind of douchey, so you don't get a you don't get a patch. <laughs> Poetry and a cracker, you get another patch. I feel like Oprah right now, you get a patch, you get a patch. Oh, but Smunker, I feel
2: like even though they don't want a patch they're gonna I'd get send a fucking them patch. Five patches. Yeah. There In you fact, go. I'm gonna send them a click belts patch too. You'll uh, have to give me Okay. You'll have to go offline and give me their info.
1: And then next thing you know, they're gonna have a patch wall, they're gonna be super addicted like me and have an entire wall dedicated to just their patches. And I this know. is I how it's I wish it started. I had known that
2: because I don't think I ever sent you a patch with any of my shipments to you. No, you didn't so I embarrassed
1: I actually didn't realize that you had a patch. We'll have I do. to do you collect patches?
2: I have clicked patches. They're under on our website under accessories. But do you
1: do you collect patch patches? I'll I you don't, time.
2: but I should. Yeah. I I
1: I, I don't. Listen, I don't. If you're going to be in the gun industry, you need I to start know. collecting patches. Like you I need to like,
2: yeah, Ava, I need a new addiction. Like <laughs> I need a hole in my head. I know. No, you're, tell telling you. <laughs>
1: you're telling me. You're telling me. I mean, me the next like- thing you
2: know, you're going to tell me there's a new bluebell ice cream color flavor <laughs> that I can't live without. And I'm going to have to try that too.
1: Right. All right guys. So we're going to wrap up consider becoming a Patreon. Just a dollar gets you access to our Patreon-only Facebook page, which we're always having a lot of fun in there. We're always making fun of each other, but it's just a really great group of people. Definitely kind of feels like family, and I would highly recommend it. Otherwise, for $5, you get entered into like a monthly raffle to win some cool stuff. $15, you receive a t-shirt every three months. $25, you get a shout out on the show. Those $25 Patreons are Corbin Bonafide. Iraq Veteran 8888, Charger Arms, Ryan Morrison, Kevin Brittingham, Michael Alexio, and Silencer Shop. And because of your guys' pledges, all of the pledges go back into the show. I don't take a dollar or dime out of it but it helps to afford like camera equipment. We have an editor, Kenny Ortega. So if you think the show sounds better, it's because of Kenny. He posts the show. I believe he's been posting it like late Sunday nights so that it's right there for you guys to wake up to on Monday so that your Monday sucks less. So it all just kind of goes back into the show and it helps to make the show better. Our king of the Patreon is still Jon Snow. So if you want to If you want to outbid him right now, he pledges a hundred dollars a month, but if you want to outbid him and be king of the Patreon, you get a free shirt and we will say whatever you want. So John wants me to say that some people wear Superman pajamas, but Superman wears operator tickle pajamas and operator tickles. He's talking about my dog. That's right. (laughs) Tacticals. I'm actually, I just put in an order to get tactical patches, uh, due to demand Apparently people wanna, you know.
2: Well, I want operator tickles pajamas now that I see it's an <laughs> <Right>? option.
1: <laughs> I know. She's my dog and I don't even have operator pajama or tickle that pajamas. That needs to change
2: immediately. Yeah. This is outrageous. That's
1: BS. And then one last thing. We are doing a tack pack giveaway every month. So if you guys want to enter to win, I will wait to pick a winner once this show comes out on Monday. But right after that, I'm gonna pick a winner. So all you have to do is go to gunfunny.com forward slash TP and just put your name, email. You automatically get entered to win a, a Tack pack box. Otherwise, if you want to just head over there and get yours right now, just go to uh put in the code gunfunny and your first box, you're going to get a free SOG tool. So pretty cool. And if you guys want to become Patreons, just go to patreon.com forward slash gunfunny. And Donna, once again, just tell listeners where can they find you?
2: They can find me at clickbelts.com, K-L-I-K-B-E-L-T-S, on Facebook, Click Belts, or Instagram,
1: Clickbelts. All right, guys. So you heard it. Go over there and uh, show her some love. And Donna, thank you so much for spending your morning with me. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Ava. It was so fun. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed it.
0: Want to send feedback? Suggest a place to prank call? Tell us about a company or anything else. Go to gunfunny.com forward slash contact.